Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 60 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest. Hi, my name's Ike. Hi Ike, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. I'm excited. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the pod today. Can you like tell us a bit more about yourself? Where where are you from? I noticed the accent, you know. <laughs> okay. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, here in the States. So across the pond. Um, but I currently live in Tennessee, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. But yeah, I'm American to the bone. <laughs> New Orleans, where is that? Is that East Coast, West Coast? It's in the South. I guess people would say the Deep South. Um, it's like truly like the bottom of the map when you look at the states. It's like the the last city before the Gulf of Mexico, and so. But it's a it's a cultural like hub for the states at least. A lot of tourism, a lot of like people coming in. Even though it's like very southern, and like what you think of when you think of southern, it's also like very worldly. I'm the oldest of five kids. Oh wow. Yeah, my mom was a single mom, and so she raised all five of us. I just had the best mom for the situation that I was born in, and so I thank God for that and that blessing and provision that he gave me. My family, like what you would call like extended family, cousins, aunts, uncles, um, I would just kind of think of as like regular family because they all live in New Orleans. We all like shared houses growing up. Yeah, so I went to a school called the University of Mississippi, also known as Ole Miss. And Mississippi is the state like right next to Louisiana. And there I became a believer and really got to know the Lord Jesus and then got to minister to my mom. And my mom came a believer uh, right before she passed. After that, I went, I moved back home to New Orleans to be with my family, particularly like my siblings, my three younger sisters um, and my younger brother. And I was there for about three years after college before moving to Tennessee. And in Tennessee, I'm doing ministry. I started doing after school ministry. Uh, and then I did like homeless ministry and type of benevolence ministry. You've taken us around the South, but you've taken, shown us around like you've given us a, like a decent overview of yeah who you are, through your experiences and your faith. So yeah, thank you for that intro. I'm excited to get into it now. So I think now is the fitting time for me to ask you the question which I ask all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast today, Ike, and why? So I'm bringing my full name, which is actually Isaiah Hill the Third, but everyone calls me Ike. And the reason why I'm bringing my full name, including my nickname, is because I'm named after my father. My whole name comes from my father, including my nickname. I usually normally just go by Ike, but the reason I wanted to bring my like whole name is because I wanted to talk about how my name connected me to my dad while he did 15 years uh, in prison and how just by having his name really was able to connect us and I think in a weird way kind of become like the foundation for our relationship when we were unable to have a relationship because of that separation and so that's why I'm bringing my full name and you can tell like I think of your podcast as something special because I don't usually tell people the Isaiah part it's usually just Ike growing up though everyone 
everyone knew me as Ike, even in school. Like my teachers called me Ike. All my friends called me Ike throughout my whole life. I even remember there was sometimes in college when a friend or like an associate would like learn that my real name was Isaiah. And like they would be shocked because they had only knew me as Ike. Uh, and so it used to be like something that I only, I, the Isaiah part of my name used to be something that I only gave to like really close people because I love, I love both of my names. I loved both Isaiah and Ike, but I like really love the name Ike. I just feel like it's, it's me. Can we talk about, firstly, can we talk about Isaiah? What does it mean? And do you know the story behind why you were named after your father? Yes, I do know. I don't, I'm pretty sure they got it from the Bible and that's where it comes from. And so the reason why I was named after my father is because he was named after his father. Um, And I found this out years later after my dad got out of prison, that his father was actually also named after his father. And so it's really a tradition um, at this point in my family to name your first son, um, Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah Hill. Um, and so I don't think my dad was going to like break that tradition. And I don't think I'm going to break it either. Something I find really interesting about my name, though, is that like legally my name is the Isaiah Hill the third, but technically I'm the fourth because my great grandfather was also named Isaiah. But since he wasn't alive when I was born, they just went with the third instead of the fourth. So I'm actually my family <laughs> um, miscount the names. <laughs> and I like the number three. You know. Can you talk to me about? Okay, so you just told me that, you know, your family has this history of, you know, naming, I guess, is it the first son, Isaiah Hill? Was this naming sort of tradition spoken about when you were growing up? And if so, I guess, how did it resonate with you as a young man? It really wasn't spoken about at all. Um, I I think part of that has to, with the fact that my dad was in prison so uh, there was like there wasn't when you are limited to 15 minute phone calls for 15 years there's no time to talk about um why you are named something you know mm-hmm. you're trying to get the most information in <laughs> as quickly as possible before the phone hangs up and, and you pay like five dollars for one minute Um, and so we didn't have like we just there just wasn't um, the opportunity of time to talk about that I knew that um, my mom well my dad was my mom's second boyfriend and she was with him for the rest of her life and so she really loved him he was named after his father so of course she was going to name her son after him and just kind of like keep it going and then i found out though after my dad did get out of prison and asking him about the name that like my great grandfather is where it actually started so it's fairly if you think about it it's fairly new because i'm only the fourth person to have it i discovered that about a year and a half ago and that's the only thing i know about my great grandfather is his name but when I do like think about the fact that I'm named after him, it is just like I said, I didn't know until a year and a half and I'm 28 years old. And so for about 26 years, 
I only could trace my family history back to my grandfather. I think a lot of African-Americans in particular have Mm -hmm. that struggle of like not knowing their family history uh, just because of the injustices that have been done, that 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 history either wasn't recorded or or has been lost to the system. I guess you've kind of hit a kind of chords in terms of like what this podcast is about, kind of recording and celebrating the beauty of the names that we've been given. And yeah, recognizing that it's sometimes it's more than just you're saying a name. Sometimes there's like history rooted in someone's name. Once I learned that my great grandfather also had this name, they named their their kid Isaiah after the Bible. But my name actually isn't spelled like Isaiah in the Bible. So when you look in the Bible, the book of Isaiah, the name Isaiah has two A's in it. And my name only has one A. And so when I think about the fact that like my name comes from the the book of Isaiah in the Bible, but it's missing the A, I often like think back how the woman who gave her son this name to begin with was either was most likely either the daughter or maybe like the granddaughter of a slave. And so she probably didn't know how to read or write or spell. Mm. And so that's most likely why my name is missing an A. Um, oh, wow. And, and then when you think about African-Americans in general, our last names comes from slave owners. So like the history of slavery is legitimately in my name in terms of my last name. And then in terms of most likely my great, great grandmother who started this name, most likely not knowing how to read or write or spell. Wow, that's some deep stuff right there. Oh, my gosh. It's like literally written on my birth certificate because of the legacy of slavery. And I that um, um, like even though most likely my last name Hill comes from like a tradition of like slavery, like the people who were given this name endured a lot to like to like wear it, you know, and to have it. So I just have to like bear the legacy. Maybe that's not that. I I would rather be in my my spot than theirs. That's a good way to look at it. Um... Yeah, I was going to tell you when I when I had when I initially heard your name. So when our good friend Jess mentioned your name like years ago, I was like, where's he from? And she was like, oh, he's American. I was like, is he like Nigerian American? <laughs> because <laughs> in uh, my culture, so I'm, I'm Ibo. So I'm from the Ibo tribe in Nigeria. We have a name called which is like. Ike, or some people say IK. It could be short for a name like Ikechuku. So when I see your name and I look at it, it reads like an Ibo name. And Ike or Ike means like power or might. So yeah, that there's a saying in where I'm from where if you're saying bye to someone as a greeting, you might say Jisike, which means like hold on to, it means kind of like take care. Like, but mm-hmm. it, the literal translation is like, hold on to like power, hold on to might, hold on to your strength, like take care of yourself. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because every time I hear your name, I'm always thinking, is Ike an Ibo guy? (laughs) (laughs) I remember, no, I I remember just 
passing along that information. And that just meant when I like first, you know, we like was first introduced virtually. Uh, and that information just meant so much to me uh, because as I shared earlier, you know, uh, African-Americans can't trace, a lot of us can't trace our family history back that far. And we definitely can't trace our culture back to like the tribes or nations in Africa. And so the fact that like I had a name that meant so much in Nigeria, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so happy. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was like, I was over the moon. Just out of curiosity, have you done, um, do you know those ancestry tests that you can do? No, no, I haven't actually. I, I, I want to, though. I would like love to find out that information or if there's like there's those like studies that can just tell you the region that your uh, family is like most likely from. I would love to find that information out. And then I also love to travel. So I love to like, I don't know, use that information as kind of like a thing as like a traveling guide to like go to Africa and like visit and see places that even has like the small possibility of like my like ancestors came from there. I can't escape the fact that obviously you've mentioned you're a man of faith and as Isaiah is a prophet mm-hmm. from the Bible. Do you know the literal translation of this name? I don't. Do you? I actually don't. Let me look it up now. (laughs) I actually don't. I wish I did, but I would say when I was early on becoming a, or became a believer, my favorite hymn was um, Isaiah 46. (laughs) And part of it is because my name's Isaiah. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. But why that, that's chapter in particular? Well, uh, so the hymn, the hymn in the chapter kind of uses you, the person like going through fire or going through water and the, uh, the Lord still being with them mm-hmm. and the Lord taking them through those fire, through the fire. And like, it's going to be all right because like, I'm your Lord, I'm your God, you know, the Holy One of um, Israel. And that hymn, when I first became a believer, that him in that passage really spoke to me because I feel like a lot of my life had been like from one fire to the next. Like when I was first born, I was born with um, uh, incurable blood disease that like no one, yeah, that no one else in my family has. It's just me, um, which is crazy to think of. And then my father had to spend like 15 years in jail. So I didn't have my father. When I was 16, my mom got diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And so just like woman that I saw as like superwoman, you know, was now like sick and couldn't move and was losing her hair. And and so it was just like kind of in my life, like one trial, one fire, like after the other. And the Lord always brought me through, always brought me through. Mm was always with me. You're taking me so deep. And I, like, honestly, I'm just like, wow. I'm just seeing like so many different connections from what you sa- what you mentioned earlier to kind of what you're saying and sharing now. Um, Isaiah means God saves. Yeah. What? I know. 
I also feel like I may have knew that, but what? Yeah, wow. it means like go to salvation or yeah, God save. Yeah, because the whole book of Isaiah is about, you know, it's pointing to Jesus coming. Like Jesus is going to be the one that has to like sacrifice his life for us and God himself um, is going to have to save us because like we can't do it on our own and any sacrifices we give like aren't sufficient. So when you, if I would have just thought a little bit harder about what I know about the book of Isaiah, I could have <laughs> came to that, to that meaning. <laughs> um, but the Lord has really, the Lord has really saved me. That's so true. The Lord has like actually saved me when I became a believer, but then allowing ministering to my mom through me and then my mom becoming a believer the year before she died, like the Lord truly saves. And so I'm thankful to to wear that name every day of my life because the Lord has definitely saved me. In the African-American community, what is the naming sort of the typical naming tradition, if there is one? So there is one. So it's fairly recent. I think it may have started maybe around the 70s, 80s, to where a lot of African-American women started uh, to, like, create names. (laughs) Um, And I'm not saying that as, like, a bad thing. It shows, like, their creativity and the will to, like, create a culture because your original culture was taken from you. And so a lot of people, um, especially a lot of the women, are named after their fathers. Like I have a really good friend. Her father grew up with my father and his name's Larry. And so my good friend, her name's Lariana. A lot of women um, in the African-American community have chosen to name even their daughters um, after their fathers in some type of creative way. and I think I think names for the African community has just been one of the things that we could identify as like ours. Like these names, like a Lariana or uh, uh, Andre or whatever, you know, name that I can like come off the top of my head that the people in my neighborhood have. Like the women created those names; they created them from from scratch and so no one could like ever take that away from them or from their children it's really like a beautiful thing when you think about it i think names particularly for the african community or i guess yeah for the african community including the african diaspora and african-americans i think like it shows sort of such an interesting sometimes painful but also like a celebratory history you might hear some like african-american names and be like i guess there's a stigma that they're ghetto names or, or what kind of name is that but yeah it's interesting to know that when you sort of dig deeper there's like a there's an intention behind it it's not just sort of off the bat but yeah, yeah. i find that quite cool um, I know the people that where I'm from in my neighborhood, they wear their names loud and like proudly. There's no stigma to their names to them. <laughs> people like my sister is named Essence after That's such a beautiful name. I love yeah. that name. And she loves that name, loves it. Um, and it, it is a beautiful name. And my, my niece, my sister's daughter, 
Her name is Janaya. And it's kind of like a play on my mom's name, just like not the old school version of Jeanette. Um, and so the, where I come from, people love their names and they wear them very proudly. I love that. Do you have any any names? I, I love asking this question. Do you have any names that you sort of favor or that you like a lot? Or your jaunty, particularly. I love my niece's name, Janaya, the name that I just said. Um, yeah. I remember when my mom was pregnant with my youngest sister, I tried literally for nine months to get her to name her Aisha. <laughs> so, that, so that in a way, like, you know, she would kind of be named after me and like my dad. But my mom ended up not doing it. She went with Kenyatta instead. But I love that. Um, yeah, I love Kenyatta. I love Janaya. I love Essence. My third sister, her name's Jahima. Um, she's named after the R&B singer, Jaheem. And I, <laughs> <laughs> her name is probably the most traditional African-American one. Um <laughs> But I really love it. And yeah, I, so I love all my, like, all the women in my family. I love all their names. When I think about having children of my own, I'll definitely name my first son Isaiah. Like, that's, I'm, I will definitely keep that, like, history going. This may be a little funny, but if I have a second son, I want to name him Michael. So then I can have a Mike and Ike. <laughs> Say, so honey. <laughs> it would be even better if they're twins. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think there's like any names in particular that I'm like, these are the, this is like the name that I like love, but I love the African-American tr tradition of naming. I love all the women in my family's names. I'm very close to like the women in my family, my sisters and my aunts and my cousins that are uh, women, probably because I was raised mostly by women because like my dad was in prison. And so, um, so yeah, I just gravitate towards that. And so whatever name that my wife has, Shout out to the girl I'm dating. Maybe she's going to be my wife. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but I would probably have to do like consultation with her. But Isaiah is like, is is not even debatable. Like my first son <laughs> will be named Isaiah and he will go by Ike. It's just like his, his future has already been written for him. <laughs> Have you always just loved your name? I did. I honestly did. Um, there was never a time where I was like, crazy enough, uh, my name was probably one of the few things I did like about myself growing up. I loved my real name. I loved that I was named after my father. As I said, it like connected me to him in ways that I didn't even realize until I was older. I loved my nickname, Ike. It's the type of nickname that could like, double as a real name so a lot of people don't need to know your real name um, and there's kind of like a stigma actually of giving out your real name to people i think in the african-american community everyone everyone in my family everyone in my neighborhood goes by some type of nickname like there's wow. very, yeah there's very very few people uh that go by their actual legitimate birth first name. How do you feel coming on the podcast and sharing your name with <laughs> potentially 
Well, <laughs> I love world. <laughs> Well, I love you and I love your podcast. And that's why um, I said at the beginning that shows you how much I love your podcast. <laughs> but I gave I gave my my government name out to the world. Don't steal my identity, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just speaking to previous guests, so I guess from my own experience, nicknames are normally just, they're just, yeah, they don't really mean anything, although they just have an endearing sort of touch. But it's funny how you say that in the African-American community, that sort of nicknames are almost used as sort of like a protection in a way. I find that so interesting. Like for me, looking from the outside, it shows that, um, names sort of hold this sort of sacred thing almost in the community where it's like women are using it to show that they have agency to kind of create a new culture but at the same time it's used almost to protect yeah definitely you know as we're talking about it I'm like thinking about it and at least in my neighborhood and where I come from they're very um, sacred and very selective with who they give out their who they give their first name to. I guess it's yeah, I guess it's maybe similar. I guess I guess that would be the case for many sort of many people. As in a full name would signify given more or like a certain formality that you don't mm-hmm. want the whole world to know. But I guess from just speaking to you from this conversation, it takes on a whole new context when you consider like the history of your family, um, I guess, coming from Africa through, you know, those horrible means, like names being lost in the process and then sort of reforging a new life in America. Yeah, I feel like that's why it takes on a, a sort of more interesting tone like for me. Like history. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, not only did they lose their their culture and their names, but then they had to literally take on the name of their oppressor in terms of their like last names. It's so interesting. I feel like <laughs> even when you look at like the Bible and you see in the book of Daniel when they're given um new names so that they can assimilate into Babylon. I just find it so interesting like names <laughs> in one sense you could just say, oh it's just a name. You name so you can identify people but in another Mm -hmm. sense I can see like the power that it has to program or not program someone but yeah just shape how people view themselves yeah yeah if like for me and I I go back to I go back to this a lot just because there's truly like a life defining thing. But my name was the only thing that I had from my dad. It was the only thing like we had no days, you know, from the time he went to like jail and was there for 15 years, we had no going to football game memories. We had no celebrating my birthday memories. We had no, you know, the typical father, son, um, experiences and memories we I only had his name and I was the only and like and it, it's, it's not just a name it's like my father it's his identity it's his life his story uh, and then like literally his legacy 
with me. That's all I had of him. Like, I didn't get to watch a football game with my dad until I was like 25 or something like that, 25, 26. And I don't even like sports. But after me and my dad was like done watching that game, he left and I just started crying because I hadn't realized how much I actually wanted those experiences growing up. Mm. And so I'm just so happy that I have his name and that it was able to uh, keep me connected to him through through all the trials and tribulations. It's emotional. Oh, you're going to get me emotional, like. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so sweet. That is so sweet. Yeah, no, it's just a sweet story to hear. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and like smiling, <laughs> but I want to cry at the same time. <laughs> just to round up um, this amazing conversation, I just want to ask you a question, which I, yeah, I, I ask everyone at the end, but I, I usually say like, what do you want the world to know about your name or names in general? Since the actual translation of my name is God saves, I want people to know that God saves and that the Lord saved me um, Amen. From, my, from my own sin and then worked through me to save my mother from her sin right before she 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 passed. And so God saves. I also want them to know that my name comes from my father. Uh, and I think a lot of people just kind of thinking about the listeners to this podcast who don't know me personally and like won't get to hear the backstory about my dad and his life, you know, mm-hmm. But obviously, because we talked about it, they would know that like he spent 15 years in jail. And I think that knowledge can come with a bunch of assumptions. And so I want people to know that my dad is a guy, God-fearing, hardworking, lovely man that is a great father, a hard worker. He's generous. He's nice. And he's, he's loving. He's my best friend. And I'm proud that my name comes from him. My name comes from a great man, both in my heavenly father and my earthly father. And also you forgot to mention that your name is probably linked to the Ibo people of Nigeria. Oh my gosh, I just love that so much. Uh, that's just such a, a bragging right. Like, you, you know my... You know my name means something really powerful in Nigeria, right? (laughs) Thank you so much, Ike, for this lovely, literally delightful conversation, teaching us about your name and, yeah, telling us your story and giving us a glimpse to this. Yeah, a little bit of the story of your, your your father and, yeah, your forefathers. So, yeah, it's been amazing. Do you have anything that you like to share with the people any socials where they can follow you if you want to anything that you're doing that you'd want to shout out and share with the world um i well, i want to shout out jessica who connected us and a really good friend to both of us and mm-hmm. so shout out to her for making this happen um my socials i somehow got really lucky with my socials my socials are just my name ike i-k-e hill h-i-l-l underscore on instagram 
I don't know how I got my like legitimate name, but I got it. <laughs> um, so thank God for that. Shout out Jessica. Shout out. Um, shout out Jessica. McKenna. And shout out to my my father because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have this nice, cool name. Shout out, Mr. Ike Hill. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Ike, sorry. Now, where I'm from, we call elders uncle. Like, everyone is uncle. Oh, no, we do that. We do that um, in African-American culture. Like, if you grew up with, um, say, like, my dad's friends, I called them uncle. And all oh, my really? mom's friends, I yeah, I call them aunt. I just love that. Like, I love whenever I learn uh, something about that. It just shows how, like, pieces of that, like, culture survived in the African-American. Yes. Like, that's the same thing we do. <laughs> and so that's just, I don't know, it just, like, shows you the how it's very hard to, like, completely destroy a culture. That's true. I love that as well. I love reading about, yeah, just... Similarities, even seeing similarities in like Jess and like when she talks about certain stuff, I'm like, it sounds very, very familiar. Are you Nigerian? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Inviting me on. Oh, no worries. No worries. I guess we'll end that there. But yeah, thank you, Aik. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time. Bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods